Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Listen to the Orville Podcast. Don't listen oh, to Hollywood no. Handbook. Hello, all you aliens in the Planetary Union, and welcome to the official The Orville Podcast. I'm your Captain Greggy, and uh, this week we've got something special for you. Going back to our roots, I guess, <laughs> kind of. We're, we're going to be talking about our, our favorite, our favorite, well, not our second favorite, I guess, because Seth is the best, right? Yeah. You guys are allowed to talk now. I'll introduce you too, but... We can talk a little before I do. Yeah, Seth's the best, but it's kind of like, it's not really fair to include him in the rankings, is how I feel. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like above rankings, and then mm-hmm. then you can rank everybody below Seth, and I think Scott is maybe the top of the pile. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think you said yet who we're talking about, but everybody's got to <laughs> Yeah, it is Scott him. Grimes, of course. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about his... Uh, his <laughs> starring role in the uh, 2015 musical Pearly Gates uh, with our with our crew. We're going to be speaking with the crew. You've heard her beautiful voice. Miranda, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Greggy. You're welcome. So glad to have you here. And we've got uh, Kevin here as well. Kevin, let's hear your beautiful voice. I'm the Space Force guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. No, I'm just kidding. That's his uh this is my real voice. Oh, okay. That's better. That's beautiful. Uh and Tim, let's hear your beautiful voice. Um hello, uh aliens in the planetary universe. We're back. We're a little bit more mature than we were the first time. We're not doing our stupid Alex Arbor bits. It's just real serious <laughs> Orville content. Thank you for yeah, joining. We're gonna us. be singing. We're gonna be singing a hundred percent to Orville content. We're no more straying to little side projects like Prodigal Son. Not good. Uh, you know, she wasn't even in the cast anymore when she moved to Prodigal Son. Uh, and I'm saying she because I can't remember her name uh, momentarily. Halston. Halston. Yes, Halston. That's right. Uh, yeah, her name was. Um... She had sex little legs. Um, <laughs> was her name? Yeah. Uh, from now on, we're only talking about the Orville or other things that have people that are currently on the cast of the Orville in them. That's the only things we're allowed to talk about. 
Um, unless we decide we want to do something else. I feel like viewers are going to want to know we left off. We did not. Fin- did, wait, did we finish season two? No, we didn't. No. Yeah, we uh, didn't finish season two. We also two. didn't finish season one. We did everything except <laughs> for the except for the finales for both seasons. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's right. Yeah. And I think uh, Pearly Gates is from 2015, which I think is before um, <laughs> the Orville. So it's only right that we go back. <laughs> it's time to it's time to get down to earth. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. and then also go up uh, to heaven. <laughs> yes. Um, eventually, we're gonna get there. Um, we did only watch the first thirty minutes of the movie as well. Uh, so. We, we, thought, we saw some purgatory, I think. We'll get into it, yeah. Um, yeah, like, uh, like I was complaining about how sometimes Netflix shows are too long on the last one with the Space Force. So I was like, we got it. We got to keep it short for the people. 30 minutes. You only have to go back. Please go to imdb.com. Search for the movie Pearly Gates. Uh, for some reason, they're streaming on IMDb, something I never noticed or realized before. I think it's new. Uh, but you can watch this movie for free with a, just a few ads. But And the ads are actually great. I, I love yeah. um, just a Just a heads up for all of you. I mean, probably most of you already have an IMDb account. Some of us, like me, had to dig out their old Yahoo email address to reset the password on their old IMDb account. And it worked. But if you're making a new one, they will make you give them your gender. This is for targeted ads. I bypassed the system by using a legacy account, and I got mostly tampon ads. I don't know about your guys' experience. You know, I don't remember my ad experience. Uh, I think maybe something about the lawn, my front lawn, like Scott's uh, lawn weed killer, I think. Maybe I just dreamed that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like Scott's the brand. I thought you were doing a joke about Scott Grimes. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Me too. Uh, okay. That's confusing. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's why I probably got the ad for Scott's. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Googling, like Scott's. Like good hiding spots <laughs> on Scott's lawn. <laughs> <laughs> places on scott's lawn that he won't see me <laughs> just type in scott and press enter and see what comes up yeah <laughs> like they gotta know what i mean by now <laughs> you put scott g and just assume and it auto completes like grass scott's green grass fertilizer pearly gates 2015 uh, starring our old friend scott grimes uh <laughs> A very, very weird movie, I have to say. Uh, though the 30 minutes I saw, I, I don't know. I, did, I loved it because, of course, we got lots of singing from Scott. Do we, that do was we know, good. Do we know any background of the movie? Like, where did it air anywhere? Was this played <laughs> anywhere? Or is this like a straight to IMDb? I don't know. Well, uh, I do know that. It was written and directed uh, by Scott Elric, uh, an American real estate developer, <laughs> businessman, and filmmaker. Uh-huh. Uh, so he's kind of a Neil Breen type who, uh, you know, made a lot of money elsewhere and decided he wanted to make his his dream movie. Um, apparently, he always had the dream of being in a musical. 
Uh, but due to difficulties landing a part without any experience in acting or singing, he wrote an original musical for the stage. No experience in writing music either, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one thing he understood about the concept of a musical is that different people have to sing. <laughs> like, and, but he didn't understand the relationship in the songs or how they could be connected. To make to make a song good does answer. I was I was wondering, like the whole time I was like, was this written for Scott Grimes? Because it, in a lot of ways, it does seem like it was written for him. Like this is the role that he was born to play. On the other hand, the one reason that it didn't seem like that to me is because they very strongly stress that the lead character is Jewish. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think that Scott Grimes is... So much so that I started to wonder, I was like, is Scott Grimes Jewish? I, I don't know. <laughs> so much so that I was like, is this written by, like, anti-Semites? Is this, like... <laughs> is, is this that hate? Is this propaganda? To me? <laughs> I thought... I was like, this has to be uh, written by somebody... Jewish, right? Yeah, well, Scott, or no, not Scott. Oh, it is Scott. Both of them are Scott. Scott, Scott Elrich, uh, he r- directed, produced, and starred in the stage musical, um, which was performed in March and April 2011 in front of 3,000 people in three theaters in Los An- Angeles. Oh, Wait, shit. How it was happening in three different theaters at the same time. <laughs> were there, there 1,000 people in each theater? It was a fathom was just events. Running, running back and forth between them. Uh, it's hard to tell because the, the source is a deprecated source on uh, uh, Wikipedia. Seems like something um, maybe Scott Elrich wrote in about. <laughs> pumped up those numbers. It, hey, maybe it was K- maybe it was K-pop uh, d- that wrote those numbers, huh? Oh wow! Huh? Wow. <laughs> um, he he's this Scott guy. Legitimately seems like someone we could very easily get on for the finale of this movie. Oh. Well, I don't oh, know. Wow! I will, I will, and then mm, and then we oh, can no. use that interview to rewrite the Wikipedia article and cite our podcast. Oh, that's really and smart. Get some, really get some listeners that smart. way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we get that man. many listeners <laughs> from the Pearly Gates Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to contact him as the well. Movie, the movie itself does not have a Wikipedia page. Right. Doesn't? Oh. No. But I thought for sure that the the writer of this movie, it's funny you said real estate developer, because I thought for sure it would have been like a, you know, penis doctor, uh, <laughs> which is what uh, Scott plays. That's who that's what he yeah. plays. Right? I don't want to get into the movie too yeah. soon. Yeah, but... should, we, should we start talking about like the plot? Of yeah, the movie? we can we can talk about it. Uh, in the movie, Scott Grimes is Jewish. <laughs> okay. Um, and his name is Richard Wiener. Um, and that is the, the the number one joke for, for quite a while. It's like a long stretch about how, you know, he's leaning into the name. He decided it's funny to be named Dick Wiener. 
and uh, he doesn't even mind, and uh, he well, becomes it... like. A... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> doesn't even mind, but he no, does well... <laughs> mind. He makes a big deal about how he started joking back, but then like one person pronounces his name Weiner, which is how it's supposed to be pronounced. He goes, "It's Weiner. It's actually pronounced Weiner." Like he does still care, and also Weiner is a very common name. It's like not not weird for your last name to be Weiner. Yeah, and it's also kind of like, um, like you said, it's like a little bit kind of to, to form your whole career and job after your name sake, basically. You know, it's kind of cowardly. It's like giving in to the, you know, the bullies. It's like you're letting the bullies win. I was thinking about this exactly. Um, somebody who just passed away, Joel Schumacher. Um, Schumacher in German means shoemaker. And now imagine if the kids bullied him enough and then uh, that he would uh, just grow up and become a shoemaker instead of the director of Batman Forever. And I also think about Michael Schumacher, the uh, the Formula One racer. He What if he became a shoemaker instead of uh, driving a, a race car? So... Uh, Dick Wiener, you could have been uh, making a movie or driving a race car. Exactly. Wow. So don't give That's in a... to the bullies. Or Trevor. just imagine, what if <laughs> with Benjamin Schumacher, the U.S. With... theoretical physicist? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greggy. Go on. What if? <laughs> well. You know the the concept. The concept can be applied to just you know so many people, so many Schumachers out there. Yes, yeah. Like, like think about um, uh, who like we can even switch names. We don't even have to stick with Schumacher. You can think about. I can't, I can't think about. We should. We should. But like but, but, uh, but, Troy Schumacher, yes, the uh, the New York City ballet dancer. Mm-hmm. Now, he may even have dabbled in a little shoemaking, uh, you know, because as we know, shoes very important in ballet. So, but but even then, he said, "I won't let that define me." They'll know me as the ballet artist first. Exactly. I mean, we can exactly. Honestly, I don't mean to get too real, but. Kevin O'Brien, you, mm-hmm. if you were constrained by that, Ooh. you would have just found some guy named Brian and been adopted by him. That's true. For your job, yeah. <laughs> Tim yeah, Trees. Really Tim Trees. Now you could just stand in a forest, could just stand in a forest rest of your life. And now Miranda... Yeah. <laughs> can't be done that's a little unfair because mine mine is impossible to tie to a profession <laughs> like fisher what would that even mean yeah i'm not even gonna, i get it's the, i'll get it's too confusing can't navigate that <laughs> but i think about i don't, I don't want to continue on this same path for too long but we think about somebody like christopher robin and what if he just started? <laughs> oh, yeah. Turned know. to a life of crime. Yeah. That'd be awful. Or I even do... Scott Grimes himself. Oh, oh. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
He would have like, had some grime. Like, I guess he'd be Grimes. Grouch or something? No, he'd be on Musk's wife. Grimes' career. He actually has rights to her her career and child at any time if he wants. <laughs> have we talked on the Twitter about how Scott Grimes uh, responded to us? Uh, have we talked on the podcast about how he responded to us on Twitter? No, oh. I don't know. Maybe. Scott, it, Scott, and uh, and us, you know, we go back and forth all the time. You know, yeah, yeah, we're always talking to each other on Twitter. So hardly worth mentioning the times when <laughs> we said, uh, "Congratulations, Scott Grimes, for having a baby with Elon Musk," and he said, "Thank you, we're very happy," or something like that. Yeah, we got lots of laughs out of that one. <laughs> it's funny. This you one, think you're being. You think you're being kind of funny, you'd be like, haha, we think he, you know, it's his baby. And then a professional comedian just comes back and really shows you who's boss with a killer line, like, thank you, we're very happy. Well, but that's what, like, Scott, he'll, he'll give it, he'll take it, you know? He doesn't mind playing the straight man or, um, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Jewish man. Good one, Miranda. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and not only a Jewish man, but also a man with cancer. He's got incurable cancer in this movie as well. Yeah, the, well, the movie starts off. Uh, I sent you guys all that picture at the beginning where, and I made a little <laughs> joke that Scott Grimes is really small in this uh, movie because it starts off with uh, his doctor friend Dave showing up at the beach to. I guess tell him and the way they frame it's like Scott's way down on the beach and he looks really tiny and I thought this was um because the movie's called Pearly Gates, I, I thought that the guy was gonna be like God or something like that. I thought Dr. Dave was actually God. But it was he wasn't. Oh, okay. Cause he get, and then he goes, he tells him you have cancer. And yeah, I guess he could I guess it's like that Elena's Morissette song. But he's like he's Ironic? like sticking it. He's sticking it to Scott's secretary. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nutty. Uh, I we're glossing over so many things that I want to talk about. If we're going to talk about okay. Scott's secretary, I want to talk about how he gets a phone call from her at his home in the morning, just being like, "Just so you know, you're going to have to do your job today, pretty much." <laughs> he, he, he answers by saying, "Like." What is it, my very beautiful secretary? And then his little voiceover or whatever goes, my secretary was so beautiful. So beautiful. But she was also beautiful on the inside, in addition to being a very beautiful woman. It's like, why does this guy keep talking about how beautiful his secretary is? It's weird. I, I feel like he was, uh, like, the, whatever the guy who wrote this, uh, originally, you know, he had to add some stakes to it, you know, and I, and, you know, maybe he's cheating on, uh, his wife with this woman, but then he thought, no, this isn't good for the character because then you won't like him. You know, he and he couldn't figure his way out of that, so he just kept uh, that sort of thing going on with a different doctor that he's friends with. I just discovered. I just thought of something, jumping ahead a little bit, but so so Scott Grimes is a doctor in this movie. But the, his big project is a big real estate deal. Yeah, yeah that's another thing. He's got... And it was written, it was originally written by a real estate developer. 
Yeah, he's a doctor who a doctor who's sick of the rat race and really wants to make the world a better place by doing a big real estate deal. <laughs> yeah. And his architect so maybe... friend, his his architect friend just drew up the plans for this massive retirement home project and Scott Grimes is like, how much do I owe you? Like, they haven't discussed that before. And then the guy goes, oh, it's a birthday present. He goes, happy birthday. (laughs) Just so, like, but the framing of the movie is that uh, after the guy tells him that he has cancer, next thing you know, Scott's, like, walking on this dimly lit stage with a spotlight, and he's in this blue suit, and he's, he's like, well, folks, that's right, I'm, uh, up here in heaven, and uh, well, how but did I get he here? <laughs> is well, he in he's, he's he's at the stand-up set. The he's at the comedy store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for Scott Grimes, it, heaven is a stage. So this <laughs> this for sure was like a one-man show initially, right? Because this has such one-man show vibes, where he's like, "I bet you're wondering how I got into this suit." Well, it takes me back to my bar mitzvah. Hey, then hey mister, the... it's me. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But then what's up with the with the like the songs that are just like 16 people each singing one line? If it's a one man <laughs> show, was he doing different voices every time? What? I think it Did was I... like a full stage musical. But it also did incorporate like uh, monologues to the audience where uh, Scott Elrich, uh, you know, he he, he stopped to uh, tell people, oh, you might have wondered how I got here. Yeah, he would pop in because he couldn't sing or dance, but he could do a part where he pops in and goes, <laughs> yeah, well, my name's Dick Wiener. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like there's there is so many just random people singing and. Because it was one of those situations where he would try to get people to do his little show and they'd be like, well, you know, my whole family wants to do it. I don't know. Maybe maybe he got like a, a son and a daughter, then another daughter. I don't know. You know. Just people were just like, OK, yeah, but if if my daughter does it, then my other son, I don't know why I'm getting into this, but uh, who cares, right? Let's move on. Um, I, I guess we do have have to talk about the fun thing in the very first song. The okay. little surprise. I wrote down the whole. I wrote down the whole. I wrote all the lyrics <laughs> to the song. Can you read them to us? Yeah. Okay. It's well. Okay. It starts with you know he's like you wondering how I got here. It all started my forty fifth birthday, and then so then he like wakes up, and then next thing you know. The mom sings. <laughs> it starts with his wife singing. She goes, are you up? Are you up? Are you out of bed? Hurry up while it's hot made banana bread. Brush your hair and your teeth if you're not. You're... <laughs> Sorry. Brush your hair and your teeth. If you're late, you're dead. Don't forget to make your bed. That's how it starts. And then <laughs> I and then. Uh... OK, and then the oldest daughter has the next line. She goes, I'm up. I'm up. I'm up and I'm dressed. Am I cute? Am I smart? Are the boys impressed? Everything that I wear makes me look so fat. Oh my God, my chest is flat. Now, <laughs> Scott Elric wrote this. <laughs> right. Uh, he was born in 1965. 
it was <laughs> it was put on in 2011. Um, so you would you would think he probably wrote it sometime. Yeah, so he there. might have had a daughter in that age or something. <laughs> he just sick. The next oh my is... God, my chest is flat constantly, <laughs> and he's like, I gotta put this into my musical. <laughs> And then I think he had a very small son because <laughs> the son's lyrics are all about how he swears he's going to grow. The, the son goes yeah. next. Some, someday I know that I will grow. And then the world will surely know. Run that ball, going to give him my all. Like I'm six feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I that- actually wrote down the lyrics. Someday I know that I will grow. <laughs> <laughs> And then the whole family comes together and they say, 45 candles sitting on cake. Happy birthday, dad. Make a wish and celebrate. Blow. Yeah. And, and there's not also, 45 candles. Oh, there's no, it is just the 45. The <laughs> and this they family looks like the, the extends family from those commercials. <laughs> <laughs> like they have like these like plastic faces and like super wide smiles. Like like uh, they're wearing human skin suits. <laughs> and it's funny because the he sells boner pills, and I feel like he is <laughs> the extends guy. Uh, there's more. What happens to next to the song? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then the sun says. Happy birthday, Dad. I'm psyched today. Coach said I'll finally get to play. Can you make it to the game? What do you say? And he said, Dad says, I wouldn't miss it, Mr. Manning. And then the older daughter says, I hate this phone. It's hard to text. BRB, I'm so perplexed. Oh, we lost Miranda. Wait one sec, gotta take this call. Hello, cool. See you at the mall. Yeah, I feel like um, they're <laughs> the sun... The son's arc is inconsistent because they say he's going to run the ball and then later dad calls him Manning. Mm-hmm, that's true. Who's not particularly famous for their ability to run the ball. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny is I thought that their last name was Manning and then I realized, <laughs> no, it, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's Wiener. Yeah. Um, and all during this song... Uh, Scott and the wife, they are singing like they're in, in, on the set or whatever. But the kids are all very obviously ADR'd in like, uh, like a, a professional recording later. Uh, it's very weird <laughs> the, the way they uh, put this together. They should have just had everybody ADR it in. It, it doesn't make sense to do it the way they did. Oh, no. Miranda is. Uh... Oh, can you not hear me? I oh, now I can. Oh, I can, can hear you. you. Oh, can we go. can't see you, but we can hear you. I can see you I can and hear you. you. Oh, okay. As long as Kevin can <laughs> see me, that's fine. <laughs> um, I had to, my my connection cut out for a second, so I had to leave and come back in, but the video's on. Um, okay. You may have missed uh, something in the, in the song about the boy going to <laughs> play a game. And the girl saying she's going to see... She gets a phone call. Uh, I, I, guys, I gotta, you know, if I write something down, I have to read every word I, I know, said. I know I she says okay. she says something like, um, I hate this phone, it's so hard to text BRB, and she says it like she doesn't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> BRB, I'm so perplexed. It's hard to text. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has She's... one of those really old phones that doesn't automatically expand acronyms. <laughs> 
Like BRB. Oh. I think that's was maybe a little of a Scott Elric creeping out onto the page. <laughs> Doesn't know what BRB means. Okay, so Jenny says that she's uh, she gets a phone call. She says, "Hello, cool. See you at the mall." And mom <laughs> says, "Jenny." And she's she says, "Mom, just please chillax." And then the daughter gets her first line. She goes, "That's chill and relax." <laughs> and uh, let's see. Ian, okay, this is the mom singing, and now this was a uh, this is a uh, interesting sound. The mom doesn't seem like a good mom to me. She doesn't seem like a good person to me, and and it comes through in her, her lyrics a lot of times. Uh, she says, "Ian, hurry up, or you'll be late. Can you eat the food I put on your plate? Were you born <laughs> in a barn? Do you feel okay? Can you even hear a word I say?" And then the phone rings, um, and then mom says. Sorry, dear, but you're still at home. Take a guess. It's Millie on the phone. And we know who Millie is, right, guys? She's the beautiful Classic secretary. Millie. No, that's yeah. Corey. Oh, then no, uh, I don't yeah. fucking know. Oh, it's the mom. It's the mom. <laughs> Millie's his mom. Oh, oh my God. Right. The she mom. hates the Catholic woman. <laughs> <laughs> the mom. Yeah, I think this might the, be the, the, the wife is Catholic. Of course, Scott Grimes, as we know, is very Jewish, and uh, they had to they had to explain how they cast these kids that you know they don't look as Jewish as Scott Grimes. So the the mom is Catholic. The Nazi propaganda uh, kids who look like uh you know the mom yeah is also like Nazi propaganda. The mom is like a a really <laughs> negative stereotype of Jewish women. It's like really difficult to watch (laughs) it's really uncomfortable yeah and they uh it it was funny because later in it um uh what's his name scott goes to visit the architect guy's dad in the old folks home and and i kept thinking this should be a scene with his own dad but they couldn't do that because they had to get his wife couldn't have been dead. It had to still have Millie because Millie was just such a great character that (laughs) (laughs) they had to have. Yeah, there was no way. Um, Yeah. And, and so that was the architect's dad that was in the, the nursing home that he goes and visits. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I I think we're getting ahead. Okay. okay. Uh, there's more to the song. Sorry. Yeah, I know because you haven't said the money line yet. Okay. I don't know what the money line is, but you do. Okay. So then it's uh, uh, I don't know who's singing this. Oh, it's the girl, young younger daughter. Mom, I'm so sorry to be so snide, but if Jenny isn't ready, we'll miss our ride. If I'm late, oh my God, it's the death of me. I'll never do well on my SATs. Then, Daddy, I know you make the rules, but I hate my hair. I don't look cool. I think I'm too sick to go to school. And then he says, now Bueller. And then he and then uh, Jenny forgets her backpack. He goes outside, gives it to her, comes back and he says, our baby turned into a drama queen at her age. No in between. I got to suck it up till she turns 18. Then I'm going to need a whole lot more caffeine. Uh, is money line not? <laughs> yeah, you skipped. Yeah, because you skipped the dad. Oh, what did the dad say? 
You didn't he write said, all Oh, shit. <laughs> no, what he says, you DM'd us all about it with a timestamp and said, you guys are going to freak out. Oh, okay. Well, you know, he doesn't sing it's it. It's part really, of the so song. I, yeah, yeah it's they're thing. rhyming. They're rhyming, it's aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm ready to crows, at least. Does anybody have the exact lyric? He says, okay, no. well, I'll just say what he says. He says, this is my, my uh, who's on the phone? It's the prodigal son. Yeah. That's right. And that is, why, for, uh... that is why we did the last eight episodes of this podcast, because we wanted <laughs> to tie in. Yeah. We, we were watching we Pearly to... Gates. We got to the six minute, 10 second mark or whatever it was. And then we had, <laughs> and then we said prodigal son. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I am kind of mad because, because Kevin messaged us all and was like, holy shit, 618 or whatever it was. And I think we all thought that it was going to be Scott Grant's nudity. I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what I was praying for. It could still be in the second two thirds. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Hopefully so. Sorry. So I think that's the end of the song. Um, oh, no. The mom has one more line. Sorry. Um, she says, we're disconnected. She calls back. She says, we're disconnected, honey. Answer the phone. Oh, the shit's... He makes me so mad. When you finally divorced, ooh, I'll be glad. Uh, and, then, yeah. and then uh the Scott and his wife say to the loveliest mother a boy ever had. And uh yeah, that's their relationship. Kind of gives it <laughs> kind of get the whole family dynamic in this song. And it's really well written. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <that's>, yeah. <laughs> I really like how the Scott Elric was able to um capture the voice of these teenage kids you know they you know when they're so perplexed at their phone and everything and it's just like yes he gets it yeah and i i want to there's there's one part where scott says that he's got to suck it up till she turns 18 um so she is an underage girl which there's a line later and a later song that's uh <laughs> very alarming oh no yeah. Did you run the lyrics to all the songs? No, no, no. But I remember in the later song, she starts talking about some some biker dude with a goatee who's 23. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 23. And, and, yeah, and, and her friend's her friend. like, oh, he doesn't give you an STD. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to say, like, we're describing this as a musical, but for anybody who hasn't seen it, I don't. I don't think you can fully understand like just how much singing is in it until you watch <laughs> it. It's, it's. I don't know how Scott Ehrlich decided like what was going to be sung and what was going to just be spoken. There doesn't seem to be a reason <laughs> for any of it. But I would say it's like maybe seventy percent sung. Okay, so yeah. so because we get introduced to Corey next, right after. That's what he said when she calls and she's like, "Hey," and he's like, "You're beautiful. Go give yeah. these give go give these old guys a fake uh like wiener check." And she's like, "Oh, you're bad." I was like, "What is? That? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird." <laughs> oh yeah, he has like a waiting room full of people, and he's like, "Okay, I just have to make three more stops around town, and then I'll be there." 
So they're going to be waiting for like 90 minutes. Uh, um, and his, his secretary is Uzula Duba, who I don't know how she ended up in this movie. Like, if somebody <laughs> blackmailed her into being in it, or mm-hmm. just Scott Rillick gave her a whole lot of money. I don't know. Yeah, well, you, there's a lot of like... Uh, semi-famous like character actor type people in this movie um scott like uh yeah well there's scott of course he's i i kind of uh, think of him as like more of a superstar type the scott's dad is is yeah scott's dad um and uh dan the other doctor well not dan the other doctor dave the doctor he's in something Oh, is he's, he? he's some too. <laughs> okay. But like um, Marty, the old guy, is uh, Peter Bogdanovich, uh, like a character actor that's been in a lot of movies and stuff. Um, yeah, I think uh, Scott just spread around some of that uh, real estate money and was able to pull some people in. Corey's a good singer in, in the... Uh, I, you know, I think that's what it is. I think a lot of people just want a chance to sing. They just, <laughs> they just want to sing. Yep. It's uh like, what's his name? What's that dude? Hugh Jackman just wants to sing. He's not good at it, but he really wants. So he'll do the greatest <laughs> showman, you know? Yeah, that's true. Not to be confused I, with the greatest generation. <laughs> I, <laughs> like sing about oh, music. yeah. We'll, we'll uh, get to that. But but oh like Uzo Aduba was already a like a Broadway musical actress before this. Like she she got to sing already. I can't explain it then. Okay. But this is her first film. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So probably did her <laughs> hey. a favor by putting her in. <laughs> So his so his first stop is he goes to see uh, Dan, right? Yeah, he's got to go get those the plans for the big pearly gates. Uh, oh wait, no, but there's the call in between the uh, <laughs> like after like Scott's like telling everybody like oh and uh, that, this woman's so beautiful and uh, and I love her and she loves me and but she even though she loves me more than anybody in the world it doesn't it doesn't stop her from having a little side thing with uh, the other doctor. And then uh, he calls her to uh, like tell her to have Scott call him because he wants to tell him that he has cancer, and right. uh, and she's, but she says something like, uh, "Oh, you want to know what I'm wearing?" and uh, make it really hard, and that's that gets into like the whole like who is this movie for kind of thing. Because <laughs> at the beginning it starts off like a fun little sing along, and, and then there's just like a bunch of very sexual jokes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. there are a lot of very sexual jokes. I thought it was like a Christian musical at first, too, because it's like Pearly Gates. And <laughs> Yeah, when I you think it might still be. <laughs> well, we haven't talked about him and his bar mitzvah and going into the Catholic Church, which was, I don't know, like when that <laughs> happens, because it's, a, it's like a flashback or it's like him telling it yeah. at, the, at the comedy club and then a flashback. So I don't know when that happens in relation to the rest of the movie. But... I think it happens uh, after Dan, because Dan gives him his bar mitzvah jacket. 
And right. There is a funny. Okay, what Miranda was saying earlier about like the the singing pops out at any moment. Like, what's his name? Uh, with Scott, like walk. First of all, Scott pulls up in a, like a nice ass car, and he curbs it. Like I don't know if you've seen it, but like he. Yes, I wrote that <laughs> down. The wheels, like he fucks <laughs> it up, and I don't know if that was on purpose. <laughs> it doesn't seem like because they don't do anything with it. And the. <laughs> He runs in and and the guy when he like opens the door the guy's like, uh, uh, there's too many candles burning up your cake. Let's go back to Vegas. You know you need a break. And then he stops singing. <laughs> then they, then they just have a normal conversation. <laughs> yeah. And for Very some reason. Weird. He gives him his bar mitzvah jacket. He's like, hey, look what I have for you. In addition to doing a free, a free like architecture plan for you. <laughs> yeah. Here's your mom. Here's your uh, bar mitzvah blue jacket. Well, and he's like, the... like, I can't believe it's been almost 32 years since your bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> and you believe it's 32. <laughs> but it's not even like it's not even exactly 32. It's it's almost 32. Why? Yeah, because yeah, he had the party maybe a couple months before or after. Yeah. It means birthday. it's just like a few hours off, like the bar mitzvah was in the evening. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's in the <laughs> mid morning now. Really, they just had to have the jacket there to remind uh, Scott that he had a bar mitzvah one time so that he needs to tell us about that. He says, uh, the guy goes, uh, hey, you know what? Guess where I found it? You'll never guess where I found it. He goes, in your mother's attic. And then Scott goes, ah, didn't think you were going to say attic. And then they both start cracking up. Like, he said, in your mother's attic. Like, in your mother's, he thought he was going to say in your mother's ass. <laughs> Why did he say that? <laughs> There's some weirdest little, like, one-liner, like, <laughs> I think improv bits. Or this Elrich yeah. guy just loves these types of... That's his sense of humor, basically. Hmm. Yes. Maybe. I do think there is, like, improv in the movie, uh, sprinkled, like, uh, liberally. (laughs) Like, uh, during that that mayor bit with with Corey and stuff, I think some of that definitely was improv. But, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, yeah, it was definitely Uh, improv. We need to. I mean, we do need to get ahead because. uh, (laughs) Well, I I think it it gets pretty quick after. Because this is the bar mitzvah, and that leads to well, Miranda, you can tell a story. Okay, so so <laughs> how does bar mitzvah? The rabbi goes, and and I'm excited to present to you, big dick wiener, which is a weird thing for a rabbi to say, but then Scott Grimes like runs out of there, and for some reason runs into a Catholic church, and I thought that he was going to convert to Catholicism, and I thought that that was going to be like one of the big <laughs> points of the movie, but no. He just talks to this priest who is white and he makes like he makes sure that you know that. But what is his accent? What is the priest's accent? Australian. Yeah, it was soft Australian is what I thought. I thought it was was like a British person trying to sound American, but his his accent just kept slipping out from under him. That's that was my interpretation (laughs) of it. There's definitely like a uh, in the writing, it's all on the page that there's some sort of inner conflict in Scott Elrich 
religiously. Like he doesn't know. He has a he has a, a trouble with his religious identity or something, and I think it's bleeding I onto the page. Yeah. Okay, but the priest goes. When I was growing up, I was the only white kid in my neighborhood, so I had to learn how to play basketball, and I got really good at it. If you and didn't then... know how to play basketball, <laughs> you weren't shit. <laughs> and then he yeah he goes out to the courts that are right out back and he goes like hey guys pass it to me and then he makes a wide open two and then all the guys are like whoa this <laughs> yeah. priest knows how to and play it made me oh. think that this this priest inspired scott or you know dick wiener to become good at basketball I thought <laughs> like so i didn't too. see how he applied i, I, I don't i don't understand no. why he applied that to uh you know going uh, either either i thought he was because he goes like so then i knew what i had to do and i thought i was gonna either be like get really good at basketball or convert to catholicism is honestly what i thought <laughs> maybe going. both but instead he's like so i knew what i had to do uh i got really funny because i'm really funny now and i had to become a urologist like what's do with the basketball yeah. well like he says uh that's when i learned if i couldn't beat him i had to join him that's what the priest says which is like yeah. uh it's like you know but like you you did try to beat him though right in basketball yeah true <laughs> it was, i don't i don't know but uh, also like becoming a urologist is not joining them it's not like he was getting made fun of by a gang of urologists <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like it, like I was saying earlier, if anything, he just, he just, you know, he listened, he gave in to the bullies, you know, when I feel like the priest did the opposite, and like he makes that jumper and then it like pans around to young Scott, and he literally goes, what the fuck, like, like he's never, like his mind is so blown at a, uh, that this guy made a jump shot, and that, that is like his big revelation to, you know, like that was that moment, like watching that guy make a jumper mm-hmm. yeah. to become a urologist. Yeah, <laughs> and a moil, of course, is very so ironic that he. See, are they joking when he says he won he won the moil of the year award? I don't think so, it's because he uh, that would be a joke. Corey later says he's moil to the stars, which is even more interesting of a statement i was like okay so he's doing famous people's babies he's uh he's doing yeah celebrity he's a celebrity moil and it's weird to explain in such detail like what circumcision is like we all know right like anybody (laughs) who's watching this movie and is like hearing Uzo Aduba be like, what are you wearing or whatever is old enough to know what circumcision is already. <laughs> well, to be fair, I didn't, I guess that maybe I didn't know what a moil was. I knew what a circumciser was, which I think is the, <laughs> uh, the Anglo version. Uh, but couldn't they have just said, like, like a moil is the guy who does the circumcision? Like, I don't why even do know why. I don't even know how circumcision. There's this extra foreskin, and in the Jewish tradition, they cut it off. Like, why are you talking about that? Why is that part of the movie? Circumcision has no factor in the plot whatsoever. No, of this movie. well, not not like, so far. It, 
<laughs> not so far. <laughs> definitely, definitely not so far. But yeah. you know, real oh. estate and uh, you know, being a, a boner doctor because you got to go give everybody pills. You do like deals with your boner pills. Well, you know, his name is Dick Weiner, so when when you do a circumcision, it that's like a, a penis thing as well. So, mm-hmm. oh, that's true. <laughs> He just became obsessed with penises, and uh, he he made it part of every facet. He of his should life. have become a porn star. <laughs> I just remembered the, the really. I just remember the really cool line when he's talking to the priest, and he goes like, "You know, I'm Jewish, right?" And the priest goes, "It's okay. My boss is Jewish," or something like that. Yeah, you know that line that was really cool. <laughs> well, it's true. It's Jesus true. is his boss. Seems like Jesus is more of the gen- general manager, and God's the uh, boss. Is this when he goes and and visits his friend's dad in the nursing home? Yeah, yeah. Right after the second stop before he goes to work. Yeah, Peter Bogdanovich, uh, famous character actor. Uh, his wife died. And he wants permission to have sex with another woman. And uh, yeah, so he goes to uh, Dick Weiner for this for some reason, who, who says, yes, I think your wife would want you to, uh, you know, get, get with someone else now that she's passed away. But he would say that, though, right? With with his pills. Yeah, now? I mean, he's peddling Viagra. That's all he cares about. It's like, tell your friends about it. (laughs) Yeah, he he treats his car like garbage. He just parks it wherever and doesn't give a shit. He's raking in that, you know, that blue pill money, you know. Wow, he's been He'll say anything. (laughs) Also, the the old guy's like, is there, you know, I haven't been with a new woman in 50 years. Is there anything new? But... (laughs) But he's he's trying to court a woman his age. <laughs> yes. True. I feel like it's more of a generational thing than a, you know, what year is it, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, manscaping was the recommendation. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, he's... He, he was very... I, I guess he 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 could have been acting. I mean, he is a guy in a nursing home in this movie. Uh, he was very slow. Uh, he seemed very sad all the time. But he was supposed to be sad because his wife died. So I guess, uh, yeah, he was just doing an amazing job of acting there. <laughs> yeah. Does at the end does he crack like this like little smile like this like <laughs> yes like the faintest the- little like. Like I might get some poo poo, yeah, not poo poo. You know, I don't like to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't say. I don't like to say the S word. <laughs> but yeah, he does. He does kind of smile in that way. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he he's the inspiration for for Scott to uh, make pearly gates. You know, he wants to. <laughs> He wants to put his friend into a good nursing home. Early uh, while also, Yeah, while also making a lot of money <laughs> and somehow cutting the amount of money they spend yeah. per How? person by 10 they, times. Okay, you don't explain this at all. Have the clip. <laughs> the clip, yes. 
Um, yeah, I'll put the clip in here, but he, uh, he, he explains his business model where he cuts the amount of people uh, or the amount of money that people have to spend by uh, 10 times. Here, here, uh, here, hold on. Oh, you're going to play it? Right now, our illustrious government pays $3,000 a head, but the Pearly Gates model cuts that cost to $1,000 a head. It's unlike anything any, any, anyone's ever seen before. <laughs> <laughs> it feels mean to laugh. We do this but they with it. No, like, like, hey, how? How? You see here with the Pearly Gates model, everything is one third. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. He said that like a like a very high end nursing home costs ten thousand dollars a month. That's where I was getting the ten to one thing. It's only a third, technically, of what the, well, uh, government... the government subsidizes. I think three thousand. I think is what he's saying, mm. and he cuts ten thousand to one thousand. So then you get two thousand. I think in profit, uh, so right. you can build like a uh, a nice golf course. I think is is Just the strategy. Another retirement home. You can build two more retirement homes. With your two hundred percent. It seems like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Well, it's unlike any anything anyone's ever seen before. He's, he's like, hey, look here, I have DXN and uh, Ganoderma for sale. <laughs> Can I interest you in the Pearly Gates One World One Market? <laughs> and it's, it's all run on the Mingo coin. <laughs> I'm partnered with uh, Hashcraft. <laughs> We were teased uh, in earlier in this movie. Uh, we are in Scott Grimes' kitchen, and <laughs> we do not see any feet in the kitchen. Yeah. No Fuck feet that. in the kitchen. Not even like Which is, an hour. Not even feet left. with shoes on. There are just like no foot shots at all. Yeah. Don't we get? Don't we get his feet in his bathroom at the very beginning when he does push-ups? Oh shit! Ooh. I think I would remember <laughs> that. <laughs> Because yeah, there's the, the, the floor level shot. Yeah, we'll put it on the Twitter. <laughs> um, uh, the wife's car oh. breaks down and yeah. she's yeah. stuck. She, oh my God. she can't get away. Um, the, the guy says it's going to take so long and she's got so much planning to do for Scott's big birthday and to go get the kids and everything. Well, uh, I believe he's what got happened... a huge day as well. Oh, I believe what happened is she got a flat tire. So mm. she went to the automotive garage and they insisted on putting on two new tires. I don't understand. Yeah, and apparently it's happening. taking a long time. Yeah. yeah. Come on. I've, seen, I've watched NASCAR. I've seen how fast they do Michael Schumacher's <laughs> fucking tire. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. he tells her to take the bus, and she's like, Ooh, the bus, with the, the bus. fucking scum oh. of the earth." <laughs> she's yeah, like, this... "I want you to leave your job as a doctor and come pick me up, and then drive me around while I run my various errands." It's a it's a <laughs> weird thing to ask somebody to do. It's not a reasonable ask. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like she knows he's bullshit and he's doing all this other shit. You know, he's probably she's probably suspicious of Corey. So <laughs> mm. she's like, oh, why yeah. can't you leave the office, huh? 
I mean, it does happen to be yeah. that the mayor is coming there that day. I mean, that's true. So, anyway, it turns out her fears of the bus are very substantiated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was very fucked up. That was really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a good portrayal of uh, bus people. I, guess, I think that's the term that Scott Elric probably uses, like, bus people. <laughs> the first person is that she's sitting... First of all, this song starts with, like, uh, he, he just starts, like... He starts looking at her, a picture of his wife, and uh, he's like, damn, I wish we didn't have kids. Remember when we didn't have kids and we just spend all this time together? And then it comes to her on the bus, she's like... He wishes he didn't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's like, and her lines are about how she doesn't like her husband. <laughs> yeah. And also how she wishes that guy would stop sexually assaulting her on the bus. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I, 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 I skipped over. Yeah. <laughs> That's the big, the bus person. The only other person we see on the bus is this, like, yeah. sweaty, nasty think, guy. It did make me think, why'd she sit next to that guy? Like, he seems like the only other guy on the bus. You could just sit somewhere else. And he, he <laughs> yeah. puts his head in her lap, uh, and she's just like, like, they. Yeah. And so I mean, in his go. song, he gets a line in the song, too. Yeah. And the what's it called? The little boy, the boy, the son has a has a line too. I think somewhere in here he's like, "I'm gonna be six foot three. Yeah, <laughs> exactly what he sings. Yep. And yeah, this is the song with the daughter this morning. And then this, his coach this, this says, the "His coach says take HGH." His coach yes. says, oh, yeah. sings at him to take uh, HGH. <laughs> these you know these coaches, you know, yeah. they're all about he's, the he's wing. Like, Sixth grade football coach. <laughs> well, sometimes you got to do it to compete, you know, and the coach is uh, just, you know, he's being a realist. Have you seen these other kids? They're huge, you know? <laughs> I mean, come on. This kid's going to be what, like 5'11? <laughs> needs to be 6'3. Six six Scott. Scott, I think he's uh, the perfect height. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's. um. Yeah, the perfect height. Oh, doesn't say on his Wikipedia page, but it does say his instruments are vocals. Nice. Absolutely. Haven't we seen him play guitar? Uh, yeah, and piano. Mm-hmm. Um, according to my favorite website, celebheights.com, Scott Grimes <laughs> is five seven and a half. Nice. Okay, okay. And a half. Oh, well. Maybe I'll yeah. get grandpa well, jeans and do you want to hear do you want to hear a little bit about Scott's height? Okay. Celebheights.com is the best website, and here's what they have to say. They say that he's five foot seven and a half, 171.5 centimeters. On his Twitter, he mentioned I'm five foot nine and I'm proud of it. Later saying essentially five nine and a quarter, quote, five nine and a half of a half. In twenty eighteen, he also said maybe five eight and a half. Thank you, Mark, for making me tell the truth. The website does not say who Mark is or what the context was for that. Then it has a picture of him. And then there are a good handful of comments. This person said in 2006, I just worked on a movie that he was starring in and he is not a tall dude. 
I'm 5'11 and he was way shorter than I am. He might even be 5'7. Not very pleasant either, for the record. So, one oh. thing is, we know this person is lying now because we right. know he's very pleasant. So, I don't trust this person. Yeah. Five, so, he's probably 6'3 then, really. Yeah. And this other <laughs> person said, This other person said, Grimes is 5'9. Trust me. He's also one of the nicest celebs I have ever met. Mm. Okay. Who wrote that? <laughs> you know how we know uh scott grimes height is uh you have to look up seth's height hmm. and then i believe whatever seth lists his height at scott has to adjust his accordingly <laughs> so he could be fucked seven but since the uh, boosted jacks his numbers up you know for the ratio to be right he needs to yeah. also jack his numbers up makes sense there are a lot more comments on this page. The, the <laughs> editor of the website weighs in. Somebody said 170, 170 centimeters. Look at those legs. Don't know what that means. <laughs> sexy little legs. Little legs. <laughs> <laughs> this person, Mr. Tempest, Mr. Tempest said in Critters 2, he looks 5'6", but 5'7 and a half as a full grown adult is possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was a child in Critters 2. That isn't fair. <laughs> yeah, Seth lists himself at five ten and a half. So I'll look at some pictures later and do some, uh, you know, <laughs> scale scale work. Okay, I I do I do trust celebheights.com on all matters. That's where I got the am, Seth numbers. So okay, I'm not joking when I say that this is my favorite website. <laughs> it's a treasure trove. So in this song. And we also get the we get the guy who's twenty three that wants to date the daughter. There's lots oh, of stuff right. in the song that is just they're just like, oh yeah, let's cut back to the kids. You know, <laughs> like they're not <laughs> they don't have anything in to do with the song. Yeah, I think it, it was just trying to like build their characters, and keep them involved in the movie, even though they're you know away at school or whatever. Um, oh, but oh. yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> can, can, can you guys check your? Uh... The Twitter. Do you have access to Twitter DM right now? I want to send something. Okay. Okay. So the beginning, he like looks at the picture of his wife, but we don't see the picture until the end when he spins around his chair. And I took a screen cap of it. (laughs) 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 And she's it's like she's like wearing a suit and she's like drinking a beer. It's so weird. <laughs> oh, this is when he's singing. He's singing at that picture of his wife, and he says, "My dirty Catholic schoolgirl. I wish we didn't have kids, or something like that." Oh, yeah. so maybe that's part of it. Okay. Yeah, but that's just such a funny picture to keep of your wife on your. <laughs> yeah. On your yeah. And also the frame. Yeah. It doesn't. He he didn't get a good frame size. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So the mayor comes, uh, Corey has come in to fix the computer, a very comical scene where she goes down uh, under the desk because the, the computer had just been unplugged, apparently. Um, and uh, she comes up like, uh, that wasn't hard. And uh, the, the, the second, mayor is there. Second, oh, that was hard euphemism. Oh, yeah. Used by Corey. She she very like awkwardly says, "Oh no no, we, I don't mean <laughs> like, uh yeah, very very 
Very very weird uh, interaction I'm, there. I'm good on the mayor for just uh, not making any big deal of it whatsoever. He was just like, oh, because she goes, I was, the computer was unplugged. And he says, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that makes, yeah, <laughs> like, okay. it does make sense. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, and he's just standing there. It's not like he, I don't know, you know. Right, his like name. his dick was not out or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this whole this whole scene was a little confusing because they're like really nervous and excited for this presentation, but then it seems like they know the mayor really well, and they must know him because the mayor wouldn't make like a cold call, random presentation. He wouldn't like visit to go okay me on this thing i have no idea about funny that it's just him it's not like city council or anything it's like the mayor holds 100 percent of the authority to make this project happen or not and it's so vague he's just like here's here's the blueprints can you <laughs> yeah. do it mayor <laughs> um so I they don't... sing a beautiful song about a... um oh how good oh, i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> No, that was just, I just forgot about the song. It's just such a weird yeah. song. This is the <laughs> best <laughs> fucking song. It's so good. It's so good. It's a beautiful, emotional song about how good it is to be a, a baby boomer and stuff. And See, it's so crazy because it's like a, it's a boomer propaganda song. It's like, a, but then, but they start talking about the greatest generation, which is like, a, you know, World War One. So it's like, no, I think that that's too, that's, that's too long ago, but that's the boomers for Scott. You know, those are Scott's versions of the boomers. Yeah. Uh, Scott Elric, sorry, the writer. Um, right. But, um, <laughs> but there's like a, specifically two lines in this song that just made me burst out laughing. Uh, I don't know if I should I just go or does yeah. anybody know the song lyrics or anything? I have one, and I, I'm curious if we all have the same one. It must be the same. <laughs> okay. the, well, the one for me is when in the, it seems like almost out of nowhere. I think they they uh, just they should have switched around the way they say this, but uh, Corey just starts singing. They deserve more gold. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says. In their golden years. But before you hear the golden years part, <laughs> you, you think, what, who? Like, you know, they talk about leprechauns? <laughs> what, I was like, I must it? have heard that wrong. Because they repeat the line multiple times. And the first time, I was like, they say they deserve more gold. They they couldn't possibly have said that. And I convinced myself that she must have said they deserve more goals. Like old people still need something to look forward to. And I was like, that's kind of weird, but okay. And then they came back to me. They really enunciated. It's literally like gold member quote. Like she almost even says it. She's like, they deserve more gold. And she's like looking at this mayor like so intensely and passionately talking about how they deserve more gold. And if I was the mayor, I'm just sitting there thinking like, I don't have any gold. <laughs> I mean, we could defer the gates, but... <laughs> Wait, no, this is important and it's it's going to be a spoiler, so I'm sorry, but I did look at the full full casting credits on IMDb for this movie and the, the actor who plays the mayor is credited as mayor slash Satan. 
Oh so, my god. Oh, whoa. So oh I my god. Does, I okay. think he does have the gold to give. <laughs> okay. So I wow. actually I watched this I watched this movie first, but like I like I said, I checked out so quick and then I but I do remember a scene later where some guys like the devil and I was thinking, is that the mayor? <laughs> <laughs> but I was so checked out that I thought I was just uh, confused, you know. But yeah, that's he's. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know if he's the mayor or the devil in this scene. But uh... <laughs> okay, no more spoilers. Sorry, uh, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yes. Like, and then later, the Peter Bogdanovich and his, I guess, the woman that he date dates is also in the song, and they sing the same line. We want, but it's not. They deserve more gold. They say we want more gold. <laughs> and so that part was like... weird to me because the woman, she's like in a robe. It looks like she's naked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's such a like we want more gold. <laughs> it sounds like straight up leprechaun. It's, that is a straight up leprechaun line. <laughs> Oh, it's smog all over again. And it's it's said, it's said in such a baritone. We want more gold. <laughs> like, uh, uh, like a religious Scott, hymn. Scott it's Ehrlich. a hymn. Scott Ehrlich thought that was so clever when he. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Actor is and they're going like, where thinking about how old people need more gold, <laughs> and he's just like jabbing his finger at the page, like, no, don't you get it? Don't you see? Just if he's it established the the golden years first, <laughs> and the line about we want more gold wouldn't seem so weird, but you hear it and then. It's just so jarring because they're talking about like the greatest generation. We love them so much. They deserve more gold. <laughs> it truly is just and it works. <laughs> yeah. Scott uh explains his how it's gonna cost a third less than the state pays and stuff. Um and, and the mayor says all right, you convinced me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna really pull for this, uh, Dick Wiener. And then he uh, goes to leave, and uh, Corey says, "Ah, you want one of these for the road?" Uh, holding up a little box of, uh, oh, yeah. like a trial no. Viagra pills or something. And uh, he says, "Oh, for free, huh?" And she says, "Yes." And he he, he takes the entire box. Very funny uh, comedy moment there. Yeah. And then the very improvised moment <laughs> happens where uh, Scott's like, I, can you believe that he's uh, he, he said yes to the pearly gates? And she's like, oh, I know. And he, Scott's like, and what was that thing with you coming up from under the desk? That was crazy. Yeah. <sighs> and she like, like, like oh, that was a plan. Convinced. <laughs> she's like, right? Just... <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, I, I, I think we've pretty much gotten to the end of this thirty minutes. Well, there's um, the no, last forty-five then, seconds. Got, oh, of course, we do have to. Then he's at the beach, and I don't know why he drove to the beach instead of like going to help his wife, who asked him 
to come pick her up and is like getting assaulted on a bus and instead of doing that he just like goes and stares at the ocean yeah he has such a fucking like ceo uh life you know like he put that on as like his schedules like have to go to the beach and like cool down at at 12 30 <laughs> to center myself with the ocean tides <laughs> well he did say to Corey, i'm gonna go on my run um but i mean that's still that's still just as crazy as, as walking to the beach when your wife is like uh stranded somewhere and, and his friend comes and tells him yeah. he's got cancer he's gonna die back to the beginning Mm -hmm. oh exciting first 30 minutes can't wait to see the rest yeah i will say (laughs) a a lot happened a lot happened in the first 30 minutes and also nothing happened (laughs) right i can't wait to see uh what they do with that Mm -hmm. yeah like just an amazing 30 first 30 minutes of world building and now (laughs) we get to see them play yeah. Yeah. What What are we hoping to see in the next hour? It's already seen it. So oh, I guess that's I'm true. Hoping, I guess I'm hoping that the mayor turns out to be Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope somebody tells Dick Weiner that um, calling it nursing home Pearly Gates is not a good idea, and he should come <laughs> yeah. up with a new name. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think about that. Death's door. door. (laughs) I hope I hope somebody gives those guys some gold because they deserve it. Hope there's a scene at the end where they're all just with a big old pot of gold, (laughs) the waving, smiling. I I hope we're really gonna get some details on how this old man's first sex with his (laughs) this woman went. Because they were like kind of, they were holding hands or something in one of the songs, right? Yeah. 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 And she was nude under a robe. So asking for gold. So, yeah, uh, I guess, should we rate it now or should we wait until we've seen the whole movie? I mean, I'm ready to rate it. (laughs) (laughs) We can revise, you know, if we need to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go right ahead, Tim, please. Uh, it's a boy. <laughs> uh, 10 out of oh, 10. Oh, I thought you had something in the chamber. No, I just For meant. Many. Yeah, okay. It's 10, <laughs> it's 10, um, 10 little packets of sample boner pills out of 10. It's, it's one complete Wonderful. box. <laughs> <laughs> one complete box stolen by a mayor. Uh, how about you, Miranda? Um, I give it 45 out of 45 candles. It should be on Scott Grimes' birthday cake. <laughs> 45 candles. Put <laughs> in on your cake. Happy birthday, Dad. It's time to celebrate. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, how about you, Kevin? Uh, I'm going to give this... Uh, this first 30 minutes of Pearly Gates, the perfect heights, which are, of course, 5'7", five, 5'9", five, 5'10 five, and a half, 6 foot, and 6 foot 3. It's a I stole score. mine. I was, I was going to say, I give it 67 out of 67 Scott Grind inches. Um, so I got to come up with a different one. Let's see. Uh, I give it... Hmm... 
23 out of 23 uh, boys ages uh, that are interested in <laughs> Scott Grimes' teenage daughter. Oh. Perfect movie so far. I really loved it, and <laughs> I can't wait to see the rest of it. Yeah, I hope we get um, to meet this uh, this biker, this goatee guy. <laughs> I wonder so. how Scott's going to deal with him. Yeah. He's like, you take care of my daughter now. You're old. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> um, I uh, guess that just leaves one more segment, Greggy. Well, uh, I, I have... I have one before that. Should we should we see if people on Twitter are talking about Pearly Gates? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you oh, got I found tweets. one. Okay. Okay. Uh, I sent it on on general chat. It's um a tweet from Scott Grimes from the set of Pearly Gates. What do you say? Cool. He says, "Hello, my name is Richard Weiner, and it's spelled like not the Jewish way." <laughs> and hashtag pearly gates and it's him in his purgatory costume it's from it's from june 4th 2014 okay so we know when it was filmed i was kind of wondering if they filmed it and then it maybe it like sat for a few years especially because of uzo aduba i was like maybe they filmed it kind of before she was famous at all and then after orange is the new black came out they were like oh we gotta capitalize on this but no that's not what happened <laughs> okay i got one Okay. This is from Dom at Dope It's Dom, who is verified. And Oh, yeah, said, I love this tweet. Yeah, he said, <laughs> Trials and tribulations build character. You wouldn't be nothing without him, and you certainly wouldn't see the pearly gates. Stay strong. Yep. And it is I, got one from, uh, I got one from Kelly Clarkson. Okay. Yeah. She says, uh, Amen. With a servant's heart, an educated mind, and a genuine love for all of God's children is how I'll be walking through those pearly gates. Hashtag trust. So I guess she is going into the theater with God on her mind. I got one from from Freckles at LR Freckles. Uh, the gym pearly gates will open June 19th. Thank God. <laughs> Do you want to read this one that you just sent? <laughs> Yeah, sure. It's from Scott Grimes fans, who is an account we've had a lot of interaction with. <laughs> yes. Very sweet, very nice people over there. And it's hashtag yeah. RT if fan of, and then a list. I'll read the whole list. Hashtag the Orville. Hashtag American Dad. Hashtag ER. Hashtag Party of Five. Hashtag Band of Brothers. Hashtag Justified. Hashtag Mystery Alaska. Hashtag Robin Hood. Hashtag critters. Hashtag critters two. Hashtag pearly gates. Hashtag lesson in romance. So it's all three of the ones we did right in a row there, I think. (laughs) Hashtag the SantaCon. Hashtag it came came upon a midnight clear. Hashtag the night they saved Christmas. Hashtag frogs. And then in parentheses outside of the hashtag it says movie so there's some other frogs content that is not scott grimes related and then at scott grimes and it's keep calm and like us on facebook i can't i'm not sure i followed any of that (laughs) well that's a good list that's uh you know that gives us a lot of a lot of future episode material there i want to see frogs movie (laughs) 
I just want to watch a lesson in romance again. I saw a, um, I saw, I found an actual tweet. Um, this is from James Shebel. He says, I'm normally not a big, I'm normally not big on musicals, but I found a gem called Pearly Gates starring Scott Grimes on Prime Video. As a fan of his musical genius, this adds a new respect of him. His acting is so sincere and shows a side not found in his current role on the Orville. <laughs> Beautiful. And let that be a lesson to all of you. Go check out Pearly Gates on, on IMDb.com. Oh. <laughs> and yes, please tweet about it on Twitter so we can uh, read your tweet in the next two episodes. I, I should have thought of this while while I was coming up with my rating. Uh, it's funny that Scott is turning 45 in this movie uh, because when, when the stage play was first uh, put on in three theaters in Los Angeles... Uh, in 2011, Scott Elric was 46. Um, so maybe when he was writing the movie, it was around the time that he turned 45 and um, <clears throat> he incorporated various elements of his life, such as his real estate career and, uh, you know, uh, thinking his secretary is beautiful and things like that into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is definitely like a right way. He got the right what you know tip. <laughs> okay so now it's time for you guys's favorite part of the episode um where i i who i decide who gets richard <laughs> richard wiener's little blue pill <laughs> and there's a lot of ways you're gonna go over that <laughs> of is course it, is everyone, it good or bad everyone would love to <laughs> Yeah. I would love to get this award. Um, I, what so, am I going to do with that? <laughs> well, I, I don't. Okay, what 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 should it be? Well, it could be that, but I don't want it. <laughs> it could be Moil of the Year award. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Too. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. Moil of the Year award. Moil of the Year award goes to. Um, it goes to Kevin for writing down the lyrics to the first song in its entirety. Thank you, Kevin. It's skipping the prodigal son. Only thank you. No take, no take back. Um, <clears throat> so was that? Did I win the Moil of the Year? Yeah, you can have a, a blue pill too if you Thank want. Thank you. I would like a blue pill as well. <laughs> Whoa, he just took Don't the whole take box. Take the whole box. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, don't be too hard on me. <laughs> um, but real talk, like the blue pill describes the continuity con continuity of the current state of life, i.e. living life without knowing its meaning or running away from the truth in order to stay as is. In the movie, Morpheus, a major character, describes it as waking up in bed without caring for your destiny or such profound ideas. So it's really just like, a, you know like the status quo, you know, so. But the Pearly Gates model cuts that cost to 1,000 a head. It's unlike anything any, any, anyone's ever seen before. You know, a place where a person can live with dignity, regardless of income. I visited Dan's dad in the nursing home, Marty. He reached at me from his wheelchair, tears in his eyes, and he said, Can you believe we put him there? Like yesterday's news, as if they all should disappear, like they've got nothing to lose. 
It's not the way it should be. They deserve more dignity. They are the greatest generation held in such high esteem. That's why they feel such frustration. This ain't the American dream. We send them away to lonely old places alone with their memories and fears. We treat them like they're just a bunch of old faces. There's so much more than what appears. They deserve more gold in their golden years. Gotta show them all respect for the love they give in. It's easy to forget They made the world we live in They knew what they were fighting for Raised us to be something more We've been called the greatest generation Held in such high esteem that's why we feel frustration. This ain't the American dream. You send us away to lonely old places, alone with our memories and fears. You treat us like we're just a bunch of old faces. There's so much more than what appears. We want more gold in our golden years. In a gold, in my gold, Richard.